When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, welcome to my podcast. My name's Lorena and this is Snapback. I have started this intro about 17 times because as a mom to an almost two-year-old, I officially have baby brain. And for anyone who is in my same shoes... This is for you. This podcast is for you. We're going to become best friends. I really feel like this is exactly what I needed when I first had my baby. I now have an almost two-year-old daughter. I might have already said that, baby brain. Um, And I just thought, I've been thinking about starting this podcast for some time. I really think that, like I said, it's something that I would have needed when I had a baby myself in the the early days. Um, You know, it is... Life changes drastically when you have a kid. If you have one already or if you've got one on the way, um, you'll know. You'll know exactly what I mean. So I decided to start this podcast because I felt like I could be a friend, I guess, to someone who might be feeling the feelings that I've had for the last two years um, and, I guess, provide a little reassurance and, you know, some help, some guidance, um, but definitely no pressure. So, I've called this podcast Snapback, um, and Snapback, I guess, is a little play on words because the pressure that we feel, whether it's self-made or social media made or culturally, whatever it might be, to snap back into, you know, um, a different body or the body we had before having a kid, firstly, the life we had before having a kid, or into this ideal parent or mother um, that you know, I have felt personally so much pressure to be able to achieve. Um, And so it's a little play on words, really. It's about snapping back to all those expectations. I am sitting in my room. I'm not in a studio. I've got nothing professional going on. Um, But I'm hoping that I can really, yeah, put put this together in a way that resonates with some of you. So I, a little bit about me, you know, the last two years have been a bloody roller coaster. Um, always feeling like I've been chasing my tail, honestly never feel like I'm on top of anything, Um, just having this constant guilt. Mum guilt is real Um, and I just, I don't want this shit to be cheesy, but it's real. Mum guilt is real. You know, you're constantly feeling like, you know, you're not doing enough for your kid or you're spoiling your kid, you're doing too much and, you know, what could the long-term consequences be of that? Um, You're doing too much for yourself. You know, I had someone comment once on, you know, wow, you're a you're a new mum and your nails are done. And it was meant to be a compliment, but um, I felt very kind of like they shouldn't be. Um, you know, I really I shouldn't have invested that time in myself. And even though the rest of me is falling apart, that's one thing that makes me feel a little bit 
human and put together. Sounds super, you know, materialistic and whatever. But it's one thing that just makes me feel like, okay, at least you've got your shit together in a small, tiny way. Um, so it's just that, that kind of pressure about, you know, this guilt, this guilty feeling that you just, you don't have, you're not able to do all the things that you need to be doing and there's things that you should abandon the moment you become a mum. Um, I definitely have feelings of being completely lost in, you know, my identity as a woman, as, you know, the person that I was before having a kid versus the person I am now. Um, I think over time I've become you know, used to the idea of being a mum. And that's not to say that I haven't loved every minute of my child and and loving her. It's more about, you know, who am I when I'm standing alone on my own two feet? Who is this person? It's it's super confusing. And for me, I kind of got lost in these two worlds. Um, You know, I'm definitely not, I don't feel like the typical mum. And I feel like maybe I judge, I have judged other mothers because I feel like I've, I've kind of I don't fit in you know to mothers groups and that kind of stuff but then again that a lot of that's been my assumptions around what mothers group mothers are like so there's probably going to be a bit of judgment here a bit of you know non-politically correct stuff going on in this podcast but I feel like you know it's just a place for people who are uh, think like me you know who feel like me to just be comfortable to be like this is you know just drop you know drop this pressure to be something that, you know, you feel like you're supposed to be. I guess there's, you know, this very much um, conditioning that we do to ourselves about becoming mothers or about becoming parents. Um, I kind of felt a bit lost in my role as a mum. Like I've already said, I you know, I fit, fitting in in my pre-mum life, not really, but fitting into my mum life also. I showed up to one mother's group and um, I just felt really, really out of place. I, I just felt like, you know, I'm, I'm not the type of person that, that likes to sit there and discuss how to swaddle a baby for an hour. Um, but, you know, I'm also, I, I don't know, it's, it's just really strange. It's, it, it's really different for me. Um, but I kind of feel like that might be the case for more people. I'm hoping because then, yeah, like I said, this this podcast hopefully could be something that would resonate with someone and make you feel a little bit more like you're not alone. Um, I have felt for the last almost two years completely disorganised. Nothing has made me feel more the need to be organised and prepared for life than having a kid. And it's just also given me this sense that I am just a hot mess 24-7. Like I'm, you know, I never have everything in order. And I never really cared about that before. But now it's just like, my God, I can't, you know, sitting down to record this podcast, I literally, it felt like procrastination, but it was just like I finally have a chance to to be alone, which is completely rare. Um, And I'm going to sit and record a podcast, my very first one, but I literally just cleaned my room spotless because I've also felt like I haven't had a chance to do that either. So I wasted time on focusing on this task to do another one. And that's just a constant chasing of my tail. Um, So, yeah, just this feeling like, you know, constantly feeling like a hot mess is is a common theme in my life. Um, So, yeah, I baby brain is settling in very well. It's a part of me now. Um, it's okay. I just feel that, you know, there are some places or some times where I feel like I'm lost for words or, you know, the words that I'm trying to, it happens to me, it's happened to me bloody now, you know, the words that I'm trying to come up with to express myself, they're very limited. They feel very basic. Um, you know, I, the creativity I used to have, uh, is 
kind of not with me so much at the moment. And I think, you know, that part of it is nature and I'm curious, you know, I, I am curious about it. Maybe that's something we can cover at some point in this podcast, but part of it is just being so bloody tired. Like I, you know, my daughter has only started sleeping through the night in the last few weeks and we unfortunately got the big C, got COVID. And um, I'd really like not to discuss COVID on this podcast. I think we can all do with a break from it. Um, but yeah, we, we did catch it in our household. So we were up all night and then, you know, constantly she, she was struggling with, you know, fevers and coughing and whatever. So sleep's gone back to crap. Anyway, so that's my brain, you know, and she's up most days at 5.30. So my brain is kind of fizzled. I am part, I work part-time, I'm back at work. Um, you know, I run training for staff. I love my job. I absolutely love my job, but I just feel like I just can't keep up sometimes. Um, and, you know, when I'm when I'm finally in the groove at work, I, I feel like my day ends and I come back to being a mum and, and I have to switch that, that off. So, I'm, you know, I finally hit a bit of a peak with my brain <laughs> in gear and then it's it's gone again. So anyway, um, look, I really wanted to cover for my, my first episode is um, I guess the idea of being kind to yourself because that's really the thing that I've struggled with um, over the last almost two years. Like I said, it, it's the pressure, but it's not really – people are not – intentionally putting on pressure on me comments happen here and there all the time throughout you know life maybe as a as a you know tired new parent those comments can hit much harder and I know you know I'll cover this over following episodes I know that I've had times where people have said things so you know lightly and so just delicately and without meaning anything beyond the comment and it has ruined a week of my life because I've thought about it so much the guilt has just taken over me um, I'm a super emotional person as it is. There is a very good chance I'll cry in a, in one of the coming podcasts, but that's fine. That's me. And I'm, I'm so tired of trying to fix, you know, or perfect or act in a way that that's expected of me. And that's exactly what this podcast is about. Snapping back to those freaking expectations, even if they're self-made. Um, so being kind to yourself, I guess, in the sense of dropping your expectations of yourself, um, you know, if there's something that you, you, you're like, I really need to do this for me and I just, it would f- make me feel bad to do it, like painting your nails, whatever, like, you know, going to get a pedicure and you can make it happen by finding someone that can help you out, um, give you that break that you need. It's fine. Don't worry. Like, I, I know you shouldn't get permission, definitely not mine, to go and do it, but it, it is fine and if people have a question about it, I can guarantee you they turn back to their merry lives and get their own bloody pedicures and their own whatever it is that they're doing and they're so not actually concerned with what you're doing. Um, being kind to yourself, you know, I guess for me is about setting realistic expectations, knowing that, you know, when you um, set, I guess, a bunch of rules in your head about how things should be done, then you yourself create this pressure to achieve those things um, and especially, I, I feel like it's, ugh, I love it when people talk about the narrative, but it is, it's the narrative that you tell yourself, you know, in order to be a good mom, I need to make sure that this, this, and this is happening. I know, you know, there's, there's certain things for me and this, is, I will share about my, no, I don't, I, this is not about educating anyone on parenting. That is, this is the opposite of what this podcast is, is about. It, you know, it's about undoing all that shit, but you know, my personal views or my personal, I guess, attitude to certain things is that I like to, you know, I like to do things, you know, semi, you know, the natural way I I have, 
being conscious when I seek medical help for my daughter that I'm not just, you know, giving her medication willy-nilly. And that's fine if you do, that's do you, but that's just my my angle. Um, but But I guess that has created pressure in myself as well. So you know, not that, not that that's a bad thing. I think there should be pressure if you have a a value system and you believe in something, I think you should put expectations, I guess, on that. But, you know, in terms of saying, you know, I'm only going to cook organic food for my child, which is what I have pretty much done up until now. Um, that has set a standard that I then have to meet all the time. And I think that's okay in certain things, but I also think in other things, um, you are really, you know, it's, it's a pressure that you don't need. Um, you know, saying that, you know, I must mop the floors every single day because my baby, when you get there, your crawling baby will be crawling over this floor and it must be 100% mopped on a daily basis. And if I don't do that, that makes me a shitty mum. That to me is the kind of pressure and self-expectations that we don't need. And I know lots of people who are like that in many different ways. So I, when I say be kind to yourself, Part of it is going, stop making rules for myself that that I then have to achieve and then I then have to feel like I'm failing if I can't. Because realistically, life with a baby is so unpredictable. Um, It is messy. It can be dirty. Um, You know, I have never, ever been able to get to a place where I can absolutely calculate how long it's going to take me to do something now. Um, something that used to take me five minutes could take me the entire day very easily and it's frustrating I live in frustration all the time because I'm just like I just want to freaking fold these 10 you know items of clothing and you know now that my daughter's a toddler a lot of it involves her actually undoing what I was doing which is whatever she's part of it it's it can be fun and in you know in the moment I can feel fun or I can feel totally frustrated because I just want to get it done but it's also you know, when, when she was much younger, it was, I would go to start something and then she would cry and I'd need to tend to her. Um, so, you know, getting that frustration of like, I just can't, I can't sit down and even have breakfast, let alone do the things that I need to do. Um, one of the things that a lot of people say, and then a lot of people kind of, you know, respond to negatively is, you know, for example, sleep when the baby sleeps. And you'll hear a lot of people being like, oh, yeah, and when does the house get cleaned? Oh, yeah, and when does the cooking happen? Oh, yeah, and, you know, I understand that completely. Um, and I, I I, have to say I have been super lucky. I have lived with my parents, um, you know, since my daughter, since I was pregnant. So throughout my pregnancy we are, you know, we have been sharing with my parents. So I have had a lot of hands-on help. Um but I also struggle with accepting help and anyone who knows me knows that that's true. I struggle a lot with accepting help. So um, one thing that I have done, you know, I have kept a a lot of it to myself in terms of, you know, I've got all this shit that needs to be done. Um, But I did nap when the baby did. And I, you know, when you hear people then say, oh, no, 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 yeah, nap when the baby does, when there's, when do you fold the clothes, for example? And I'm like, you know what? Tomorrow, fucking tomorrow. I don't care. Like there's, there are things, and this to me is very much about how to be kind to yourself. There are things that will never end. Your laundry will never be completed because the moment you take your clothes off that afternoon, you now have more washing to do. Um, the house will never stay clean. Cooking will never not need to be done. There are some things that are not negotiable. You need to eat. If you're a breastfeeding mother, 
or parent, you will need to eat. Um, so that, those things are not negotiable, but there are things that you can let go of. Um, you don't need to mop the house every day. I'm just giving you permission. I know it sounds silly from some freaking random, but it's okay. I slept when the baby did very often, and every now and then I still do. If we've been up all night and she decides, you know, she wants to party all night, I will nap when she does during the day. And if it means that I have to, you know, clean or do something a bit later, then I will. And if it means I have to leave it for tomorrow, then I will. As long as there is, you know, the stuff that for me is non-negotiable gets done. I don't like being in a messy environment. So here's a little hack for you. Get a toy box. Shove it all in there. You know what? It is It is as simple as that. And yes, I know I have been a victim of mountains and mountains of information online that, you know, helps you learn about parenting and child development and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, 100%, you will read anything Montessori says, don't shove a bunch of toys in a toy box. And I completely understand that. But if at the peak of my stress, having a bunch of toys lying around and climbing over things to get, you know, I'm a, I'm a visual person. If I see mountains of crap everywhere, my stress levels skyrocket. So for me, what's worth it in the moment is to shove toys in a toy box and see the place look and feel relatively neat, then I will do that and I consider that being kind to myself. That might be something that people totally disagree with and you do you. That's absolutely fine. But that's a little, you know, I guess a little way of thinking that I just think it it doesn't have to be hard. You know, when I want my daughter to eat healthy, which is all the time, I've mentioned that, um, I'm happy to, you know, she is more than happy to eat a bunch of peas. I don't cook a banquet. And it's, you know, it's something that I've started from from when she was really little. You know, I, I'm not a cook. I, I hate cooking. Cooking to me is such a terrible task. But she needs to eat non-negotiable and she needs to eat healthy. So I buy healthy stuff. You know, I cook her a bunch of peas. I will pull apart some chicken. You know, she has a very plain meal, I guess most days and so do I but it's you know it's something that she gets nourished and she's fine and we sit there and we enjoy the eating process more than the cooking and that's all right and maybe that'll change for me when I get more rest and maybe that'll change for me over time but again being kind to myself means taking a bit of that pressure off and just kind of finding those I guess easy daily hacks to to make life easy or you know what I mean make life you know work um like I said There is never an end to chores, never, so you can put them down. You can shove clothes in a laundry and shut the door. Don't fold. Sleep. Who cares? Sorry, I know I sound like a slacko, but who cares? You're literally going to grab that stuff tomorrow and put it on, so just leave it, especially if you're, you know, early days of having, you know, a a newborn and, and I've never experienced life as difficult as with a newborn it is the most amazing thing and the most challenging thing at the same time and I feel like I'm starting to sound old but I feel like only a parent can understand that um no offense if you happen to be listening and you're not a parent I don't know many people who would but yes it is it is extremely challenging it's extremely tiring um you know if just find your non-negotiable for me that was Um, I had to have a shower in the morning and that sounds simple before you have kids. Once you have a baby, having a shower, setting a time when you're going to have a shower, let alone being able to have a shower, 
um, can be really difficult, but that was a non-negotiable. If I start the day and I'm like, no, 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 we'll just get a few things done before I shower, I'll shower later on, I feel horrible. So that is my non-negotiable. I will shower in the morning. I'll make it happen. If anyone wants to help me, it is step in for five minutes so that I can have a shower. That's it. The rest I can handle. That for me was my big non-negotiable. So look, here's the thing. I plan to keep these podcasts short because as a new parent, I can guarantee you don't have an hour or close to that to to sit down and listen to my podcast. Um, I struggled so much to take the time to just, you know, relax and enjoy something. So I wanted to keep these short and sweet. I'm going to cover a range of topics as the podcast goes on, everything from body image to, you know, frustrations that I have with bloody the way that shopping centers laid out anything I've got so many thoughts in my head um you know funny stories that I've had uh, things that I've experienced being a mum. um yeah stretch marks they're fun loose skin <laughs> all that stuff um but yeah I I feel like you know we can we'll cover all this stuff as time goes by I just wanted to share a little bit of who I am and why I want to start this podcast I hope this reaches you um, whoever you are, and I hope we can become friends because, yeah, I feel like that's that's what I'm here for. Any new parents who want to be, oh, take the pressure off. Let's just take the pressure off and snap back. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.